Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Anastasia. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode 28, and it's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Uh, super excited to be back on with you guys this week. Uh, i got another two episodes coming up for you today, and uh, Thursday we'll have episode 29 up. Um, today, guys, we're going to focus on just being really clear about the three major types. I mean, really, it's not major. There's just three types of content. I shouldn't even qualify it that way. Um, the three types of content that you can be creating and or posting, you know, if somebody else is creating it for you, uh, posting to your social media channels, to your website, to your blog, so on and so forth. Uh, there's really only three ways you can go. And the way you decide which way you're going to go particularly if you're the one creating it, you know, if you're the one that has to come up with it and execute on it, well, it has to be a medium that you're comfortable with, right? I mean, it just makes sense. And you say, well, I don't understand that, Chris, because shouldn't I just do the one that works the best? And in a sense, technically, yes, that would be great if you did the type of content format that works the best. But it's not going to work the best if you're not comfortable with it and you're not able to produce it consistently. And that really is what it all comes down to. Now, I'm sure I've alluded to this before on one of the other 27 episodes of the podcast so far, but just to say it loud and clear here, there's only three ways you guys can go. You're either going to create video content, you're going to create audio content, or you're going to create written content. And that's basically about it. Now, within written content, I would argue, you know, you can, you can talk about graphics and imagery and pictures and things like that. But I would consider that textual because the viewer has to absorb it, uh, you know, through, their, through their, their eyeballs and brain interface. Okay, they, they can't listen to it and they can't watch it move like a video. Okay, so I, I put pictures and imagery in with text. Okay. So those are basically your three categories, right? Those are the only three ways that you're going to communicate as of right now in, the, in our current reality in the digital space, okay? So, you know, I mean, you could argue all kinds of stuff about metaverse and, you know, what's coming, you know, Web 3.0 and all that. We're just not there yet. It's not worth talking about, you know, creating fourth dimension type, you know, <laughs> metaverse style content. We're just, it's just not worth going there. Okay, guys, so it's going to be video, audio, and or text. And the overarching key point, which I have to hammer the table on, is you've got to pick the one that you know you're comfortable producing and making a lot of. Okay, <laughs> not sure that was grammatically correct sentence. But the point is, if you don't like it, it let's say you don't like being on camera, you're going to shy away from making videos. So maybe you get a couple videos up here and there. Maybe you, you know, you start your YouTube channel, but it fizzles out and you don't continue it and you don't continually post and you don't create a regular rhythm that YouTube, Google uh, picks up on and, and sort of factors into their algorithm, right? So if you're not able to do it often enough and you don't feel comfortable with it, where you're actually going to come across comfortable in that medium, you know, in that format, then you've kind of defeated the purpose. I mean, look guys, the bottom line is the best kind of content you can make, all things being equal, is video. 
video is the most watched, most consumed, most appreciated content out on the web. And you can take video and make the other two types of content out of it, right? You can take a video and you can strip out the audio. You can take a video and you can strip the audio and then transcribe it into text. Okay, I mean, it's one of the things we do here at Transform. We actually take, we go the other way and we take this audio from the podcast, we turn it into a slideshow that's transcribed and has the words on the screen and it's moving and so it becomes a video on YouTube and then we actually have the text, the raw text transcribed into a, into a Word document, okay? So, so, of course, but it's a little easier to go the other way. But the point is that, yes, in theory, the best kind of content you can make is video because it creates the other two types of content and then you can take those videos and you can chop them up into small videos and do all kinds of stuff with it. Okay, so absolutely, if you're comfortable being on camera or you know you can get comfortable and it comes across like you're comfortable, then yes, the best kind of content for you to create is video. Now, just to drill down a layer here, and we're going to go across the board on video, audio, and text, uh, and just talk about different ways you can use it and where you put it, is if you're comfortable making uh, video content, then you've got a lot of options in front of you. You obviously can start a YouTube channel. You can essentially replicate those videos straight over to Facebook and LinkedIn. And you can either put them up, depending on how long they are, you can just put them up you know, straight away or you can, you can maybe turn them into a series. So let's say on your YouTube channel you decide, hey, I'm going to go with real long form content on YouTube. I'm going I'm to post videos that are 15, 20, 30 minutes long in some cases, right? Well, maybe over on your Facebook and LinkedIn channels you say, okay, I've got a 25-minute video where I'm talking about, you know, how to prepare a certain kind of tax return or how to, you know, how to keep the books on your business, whatever your, your topic area is, whatever your service area is, uh, or, or if, you're, if you're showcasing products, whatever the case may be. What you can then do is you can take in fairly large chunks, you know, say, say you go over three major points in your 25-minute video, and they're all about eight, eight-ish minutes long, Okay. Now you say, okay, well, I've got part one, two, and three that are each about seven, eight, nine minutes long that create the 25-minute video on YouTube. Now I'm going to release them as a series on Facebook and LinkedIn. So I'm going to tell my followers on those two platforms, hey, this week, check out part one of my tax return preparation series. Next week, check out part two. The third week, check out part three. So you can really do some interesting things with long-form video that you sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, use you know, YouTube as a home base. It doesn't have to be YouTube, but I mean, it's probably the best place if you're going to do long-form content that then creates a springboard onto some of these other platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn. Now, if you have a website and you, and you have a running blog on there, you have a, a whole page dedicated to videos, you can also replicate your videos on your website. Okay, so you, you see the pattern developing here with the videos before we've even turned it into any other content. Right? We have long-form video on YouTube. We break it up into a chunky kind of series on Facebook and LinkedIn. We also take the same video or video series and replicate it on the website. Okay? So that's a really nice way to, to, to treat your video content robustly and populate a lot of different platforms without having to do a whole lot of manipulation to it. Okay? Now, we haven't even gotten into short-form video content. Right? You're comfortable with video. You go ahead and you, and you chop it up into really small pieces, and now all of a sudden, you've got even more reach. 
because now you can take it to YouTube Shorts. Now you can bring it over to Instagram Reels. Now you can bring it over to your TikTok account, okay? And you can really do some interesting things with even shorter, uh, snappier clips from that larger video. Now maybe in a 25-minute YouTube video, you know, you, you're going to get, you know, 10 to 15 one-minute clips or less, okay? You know, some, something like that. It's not like you're going to be able to use every single minute on these other platforms. But even if you get, you know, 5, 6, 7, 10 one-minute clips where you're stating something that's valuable or, or creates, you know, creates a thread to the next video uh, and keeps your, your, uh, your viewers engaged, that's great. And so now, by creating the most robust form of content, the first one of the three that we're talking about here, uh, uh, um, uh, video, and you're going long form with it and drilling down from there, sort of necking down from long form to short form, you've opened up essentially every single possibility that you would want to cover in terms of the platforms you're going out to, the audiences you're reaching, you know, the types of engagement you're going to get, whether it's short, quick reactions or whether it's long, deep, kind of thoughtful uh, engagement from viewers who've watched the entire 25-minute video. You really get to cut across and do a lot of interesting things, okay? So that's medium number one, video. And again, if you're up for it, you know that you're up for it. You can come across like you're up for it. It's not like you're just forcing your way through it. It is the best kind that you're going to create. I mean, I've cited statistics on this podcast before about the, you know, the higher percentage engagement you get when you put out video content, you know, how much more consumption and engagement it produces. I mean, just, just Google it and pick a website and you'll see some staggering numbers on how much more effective video content is versus the other two kinds. Okay, now, let's talk about the second kind, audio. Let's say you, you say to me, okay, Chris, I get it. I have to make one of these three types. You know, I, I, I don't want to have to go the textual route. I understand that's kind of the toughest slog to get people to, to latch onto that kind of content, but I just am not comfortable on video. I just don't have anywhere to shoot. It's going to be really messed up. It's not going to come across professional. I just can't go there. To be honest with you guys, I think audio is my personal opinion. I think audio is at least somewhat catching up to video. And, and I know it's never going to be video. It's never going to quite uh, ring in the types of numbers that video content is going to. But the interesting thing about audio is the time-saving aspect of audio that you do not get from video. I mean, if you're watching a video, well, you're engaged. You're watching a video. You can't really do anything else. I mean, you can try multitasking, but that means you're probably not paying attention to the video very well. Okay, or you're not paying attention to your other task. But the bottom line is, if you're really purely absorbing the content, you're stuck watching the video. I mean, that's that, right? But when you're listening to audio content, when you're playing a podcast in your ear, for example, you can do lots of different things. You can be on the exercise bike. You can be washing the dishes. You can be, you know, vacuuming the floors. I mean, whatever. So, bottom line is, Audio allows you to multitask better. So it's a distinct advantage that audio has over video and text. I don't think it means, and I understand as time becomes more precious and time becomes more of a factor in people's lives in, in terms of the compression of it, maybe there's a case to be made that audio does become more valuable than video and becomes more consumed. But I, I don't quite think it's going to get there. I think at least for the, the, the time being, for the foreseeable future, you're going to see video remain on top because people like to watch things on their device. 
They just, and it's just the way we learn. I mean, seeing and hearing and possibly reading. I mean, a video can have, you know, text on the screen. So a video actually allows you to learn three different ways at once. And I just see a supremacy to that. Uh, and plus the entertainment factor of, of getting to watch something on your, on your uh, mobile device that's going to keep it in the top spot. But I think that the audio content, you know, does present some interesting, you know, dimensions to it that you don't quite get from when you're forced to watch a video and pay attention to it visually. Okay. So you say, okay, Chris, yeah. So I, I don't quite feel comfortable on video. I don't want to write blog posts and bang out a lot of text. I'm great talking into a microphone. I'm very happy with that. Where do I go with that? Well, the chief place you go to with it is a podcast. Okay, you do what we're doing here at Transform. You create a podcast, which is super simple to do these days. I mean, anchor.com, I would definitely encourage you to check out Anchor. Uh, Anchor allows you to publish on multiple outlets like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Cast and whatever else is out there. Okay, but the bottom line is one way or the other, however you decide to slice it, the bottom line is uh, there's lots of easy ways to publish a podcast. Now, you know, being found on a podcast is going to be a little bit more difficult than, than, let's say, getting video content to be found simply because of what we talked about before, the popularity of it, the engagement factor of it. So yes, it's a longer haul to do a podcast and establish yourself with a podcast. But that being said, once you really start to break through, once you really start piling up episodes, it becomes an interesting branding exercise to have your own podcast and to be able to tout that and to be able to provide that advantage to your listeners of the time issue and the ability to multitask while they consume your content. So I think when we're talking audio, the chief platform, I mean, I talked about YouTube for video, the chief platform uh, from an audio perspective is a, a podcast on a platform of your choice. Again, I don't think you can really go wrong there. Uh, personally, my own uh, experience uh, two times over now uh, is uh, through uh, Anchor, okay? So if you want to check that out, but really wherever you go with that, it's, 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 um, you know, it's, it's, it's likely to work out well for you. The real key is the consistency in publication, okay? So that's, that's the audio side. Now, look, when you create audio clips, there's nothing stopping you from posting those clips on other platforms. It's not just like, oh, I did a podcast. I have nowhere else to take this audio content. You can publish your audio content elsewhere, or you can turn it into, you know, we're talking, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. Okay, there, there are ways for you to, to, to reuse that content. But again, you can even take it and transcribe it into text and use the text. Okay, so by doing audio, you do get two out of the three uh, fairly easily. And then if you're like us, you know, transform, you want to walk the audio back into like a video presentation, where you, let's say the transcription appears on the screen, and the screen continually is rotating, that text out, that's a possibility too. It's a little bit more challenging, like I mentioned before, but it's a possibility, okay? So that's the audio pillar. Now let's go over to text. So <laughs> the least exciting of the three, text. Um, you know, look, I'm not impugning text. I think there's a place for it. I think there's a lot of people who like to read articles on their mobile device, you know, in their, their morning commute or, you know, when they're, when they're sitting in the waiting room or just, relaxing on a Saturday afternoon, whatever the case might be. There's definitely a place for textual content. The only issue is if it's all you're doing is publishing textual content, then I would argue that you're a little bit behind the curve. 
Okay, I'm not saying can't work out for you. I'm not saying it's impossible to gain traction that way. But in this day and age, when people are pressed for time, when people want to be entertained, they're looking for video and audio content. They're not quite as inclined to sit down and read an entire article or blog post. Okay, now, if you say, Chris, you know, I, I, I understand that. I still want to have a textual presence, but you're willing to do one or both of the other two uh, uh, mediums, uh, you know, one of the other formats, audio or video, you've got text. You can pull the text out of that audio and or video content. Okay, so it provides that advantage by going one of the other two ways. Now, if you insist on doing text, some suggestions on how you could do that, certainly I would set up a blog on your website, keeps the search engine optimization fresh, you keep posting new content on that blog, it continually has to be indexed by Google, it keeps you alive and kicking in the rankings. Okay, so if you have a website, make sure you have a blog page. The blog page will continually change as you post updates, you know, weekly, you know, multiple times a week, whatever the case is. Uh, other parts of your website will be mostly static. I mean, you'll update them as required, but the blog page will give you the opportunity to continually update and refresh that website. So that works out pretty well if you have a blog. Now, if you've got a blog or you're, or you're insisting on doing text, period, you know, don't be shy about bringing that text over to Facebook. You can do Facebook posts with that text. You can do LinkedIn posts with that text. In fact, I would argue that LinkedIn would be an interesting format uh, or an interesting platform for you to post textual updates where you're more likely to get an engaged um, uh, follower or, or a viewer of that text because of the professional nature. So if you're teaching a concept, if you're going deep into a concept, LinkedIn provides some interesting opportunities to reach the, the proper audience there, especially if you got the right keywords and you've, you've hashtagged it nicely. Check out one of our early, earlier episodes on LinkedIn hashtagging. Uh, you can really do some damage there with textual posts on LinkedIn. Okay, so no, no harm done there. Uh, another interesting place that you can publish textually is Medium, medium.com. Great place for article writers and bloggers and, and, and people who just want to establish thought leadership in a textual format you can go over to Medium, get, a, get set up over there, and publish there as well. And it's a nice triple threat. I think, you know, if you're publishing to your blog, you're publishing to Medium, and you're publishing to LinkedIn slash Facebook, you know, slightly lesser extent there with Facebook, that's a nice triple threat, quadruple threat, in terms of getting your textual content out to your audience. Okay, now, you know, we talked about shorter form video, even shorter form audio clips, are I think are relevant to a certain extent but you're not really gonna trade in that space textually. There's not a lot of, oh, let's do a short form text, ver you know, you're just not gonna get that, that kind of content, um, uh, you know, it, it's just not necessary to do that. I think when you're doing text, you know, 99% of the time you're doing something that has some length to it, uh, at least from a moderate perspective, maybe even a very lengthy perspective, uh, depending on how deep you go. Um, so not as relevant in the short form uh, arena uh, when we talk about text, okay? So I hope this was helpful, guys. I, I think it just, it, it's pretty obvious. I think everybody kind of knows everything I've said on this podcast today, but it's an interesting way to frame it and think through it when you have to decide what you're going to do and where you're going to put the emphasis and how you're going to produce content is to really know thyself, understand what you can hold yourself to and be accountable to and what feels most comfortable, what's going to get the most, you know, most prodigious output from you you know, do you like to take the laptop into a corner of the room and just type and, and create written articles? That's great. You definitely can do well in the textual area. Um, if, if you're fine, you know, speaking into a microphone, you just don't want to appear on a camera, 
Audio is going to allow you to produce more content. If you don't mind being on a camera, you're comfortable with it, or you know you can get comfortable with it with, with a little bit of practice, that's the best way to go. Produce the video content, strip out the audio, uh, break it down into text, and now you've got yourself covered across the board. Okay, guys, so I hope this kind of recenters you a little bit as we kind of get this year kicked off and you start thinking about producing more content. You know, think about these three areas. Think about what fits you the best. Think about what makes the most sense for you. Pick it and go with it. I, I would really focus, <clears throat> excuse me, I would focus most on how to produce really well in that particular pillar, you know, whether it's video, audio, or text, and then later think about how to repurpose it. Okay, I'm not saying ignore the repurposing. I'm not saying don't do it for a long time. But I think just, just focus first on, okay, how am I going to really crush it when it comes to my chosen medium? Start doing that. Start putting those habits into practice. And then as soon as you see that take hold, you can start thinking about, okay, how else can I use this content? What else can I turn it into uh, to help me out on other platforms and get you know, some of my other channels uh, moving along with the appropriate contextual uh, types of content. Okay, you know, like we said before, if, you, if you're going real hard on video on YouTube and you've got that down and you start getting consistent with that, now think about how can I get it onto Facebook, LinkedIn, break the text down, put it on my blog, whatever. Okay, so if you guys have any questions about this, you want to engage with us about how to do it or, or, or if you need support from us on doing it, we'd love to talk to you about that uh, here at Transform. You can reach out to us through the website, transform.com. You can come over to Facebook or LinkedIn uh, and reach out to us there, message us over there. Uh, we certainly appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Definitely appreciate your support of it, liking it, sharing, subscribing, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, we're going to leave it here, guys, and we'll be back later this week with episode 29. Super appreciate you guys listening today to episode 28, and uh, we'll be back again soon, guys. Hope everybody has a great night, and uh, signing off, uh, Christopher Anastasio for Transform. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye.